Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Forty Fourth View with myself Bob and himself Ryan. What's the story, people? How are you doing, pal? You well? Not bad, not bad. It's been a what good episode week. is this now? Thirty four. Jeez, I can't even count. Out, yeah, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, I'm running out of like fucking. We're two not. weeks ahead, so yeah, we're, we're doing well. There's too many Roman numerals <laughs> now going up on the fucking thing. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we are delighted to be joined by actress Jordan Jones this week, whose credits include her If the Nominated performance in I Used to Live Here. Hugh O'Connor's Metal Heart, and most recently alongside Dakota Fanning in the hit Netflix series, The Alienist. Jordan Jones, welcome to the 44th View. Hey. <laughs> What's the story? Thanks for having me. No I stuck that landing. You got it. You <laughs> done it. I, was, I was watching it and you were reading it and I was like, come on, Bob, you have this, you have this, come on. Do you ever, when, I don't know if this was yourselves or anything like that, but when I was younger, when they used to make you read out loud in yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I swear that arse used to fall out of me. I like, oh, just can't even pronounce orange. Like, yeah. <laughs> literally, like, I used to struggle so bad. Yeah, no, when the teacher was going around picking people, he'd be like, yeah. right, when am I next? And you'd be trying to get your Figure, yeah, yeah, you find your place yeah, in it, yeah, and yeah. then you still fall out. You study it, and you still wrong, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you end up fucking egg all over your face. But yeah, Jordan, <laughs> welcome along. Thank you so much for coming down. Thanks for having me. Just have to fix this up here. Um, we're just going to quickly dive back into last week's episode, just real quick. Want to give a shout out to Jill and Jill for coming along. Absolutely <laughs> tops having them on. Yeah, they're doing very well in the fashion industry and they were really lovely people. Yep. Now, we walked to Jill a long time ago on Top Man and she was always real nice, but we only met the other Jill. Yeah, Jill there. Yeah, Jill there and she was really nice as well. So, shout out to them for coming up and yep. giving us that time and letting us get an episode out of them that was brilliant yeah <laughs> Fair. we're still gonna get some artwork for the studio at some yeah point, yeah, yeah. they've really so. cool pieces with like did you see that Dave Attenborough one that they put up yeah 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 really really, really cool yeah. it is top check them out you should really check oh, them out oh I know the Jill's you know actually, actually yeah, yeah. yeah I worked with them a little bit around the appeal campaign Oh, yeah, amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah, they've they done a lot of hard yeah. work for it, yeah. Fair yeah. play, look, see. <laughs> Everyone knows <Synergy>. everybody. <laughs> no, that's pretty sweet, yeah. anyway. So, yeah, shout out Jill and Jill. They're two legends, and thanks so much. So, are you recording? Yeah, let me just check this real quick. Don't say we have to do the start the cam, bro. <laughs> no, it's recording, it's recording. It's <laughs> timing off there. I'm just, like, checking it there. Just my heart I'll, I'll edit that, don't worry. Like. But, uh, no, listen, that's not to give me a mini heart, mini heart attack. But, listen, it's all good in the hood. But, Jordan, we'll jump straight into yourself. Since well, you actually, before we part. do, I have a thing that I was thinking about today. Go on, then. That I wanted to bring up because yeah. I thought it was a good... Uh, just a little kind of conversation start or whatever. So, I was thinking today because I seen a person walking down the street and they were blind. And I was like, obviously, that's fucking... Now you're making me scared over here, Bob. Is it walking? No, it's walking. Sure, <laughs> it is walking. Yeah, no, it is walking. I'm the technical one here, and I hate it. I'm normally sitting over there, and I make sure everything runs properly. No, it's running. It's running. And I don't it trust him. It's fucking running. <laughs> I, I swear. I trust the sound waves are not coming through. The yeah? sound waves. But anyway, through. I was thinking to myself. I was like, now I might. It's a bit deep, kind of in a sense, because I was going to ask what, like, so you know, we both we can all hear and we can all see, like us in the studio. I mean, and there's obviously people who are deaf and blind, but. If you had the choice, would you rather lose your sight or lose your hearing? Now, I I was thinking the obvious answer is to lose your hearing because being able to see is obviously easier. But then, now, this is a bit, you might laugh, but it's not cringe or whatever, but I'd hate to lose the fact of hearing my daughter speaking and laughing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And then I was like, music as well. And, like, and then people like live off vibrations as well, which I think is really cool. So I was just kind of thinking, what would you... Because you're a musician as well, so... I don't know, like, I've always kind of thought about stuff like that, in a sense that I think it would be losing me hearing. I'd rather see the world, yeah. you know what I mean? I think I'd be the same, yeah. The same sort of aspect, I know that's like, the easy answer, and I thought that was what you were going to say, but I just was thinking about when I was like, to not be able to hear my daughter laughing again, I'd be like... like if I, was I know, but old. like... But to watch her grow. To watch yeah, her grow, that like, as well. you know what yeah, I mean? I know, like, I don't that's know. what you really would love. I know, but it's just, like, when she calls me dad, I'm like, ah, that's lovely, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, and so, like you said, there's the vibrations there, but yeah. visually you can't do anything. Yeah, exactly. You know? I know, but it's, I don't know, I just... It's a, it's a weird one. It's a hard one, obviously. Yeah, hard hopefully, one none of But when you start bringing like family and stuff like I that, know, then yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you know what I was just thinking film or music. I'm yeah, very like, selfish <laughs> that way. Yeah, like, Same me granny again. Like, like, you know, I know, no, I know. It's just, it's, I don't know. It's just one that I was thinking of a bit deeper than just. No, definitely, I'd rather lose me hearing, hearing yeah. than that. Like, because, like, obviously, as you were saying, like, you get to see your family grow, you, like, your own kids but and stuff now like that. Now, let's bring mix it back. Yeah. You know, but if you were born, what would you rather not be born with? 
here and yeah, here and still. Yeah, yeah. But then you wouldn't know what it was like to see. I so. think there's so much more visually than there is. Yeah. Or maybe that's not right. No, no, that's straight true, off the yeah. bat. That's what I would think. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm like that as well. Yeah. Like, I but think if you didn't, if you never things. knew what it was like to see, then here I think hearing would be better. <laughs> I just than visuals, yeah. Do you um, not think so? I don't know, bro. You're at the fucking. It's a weird one. Yeah, no. I, I just knew you were gonna pick not <laughs> if I picked not being able to see four. Yeah. But then I was like, if you could be born without one of them. No, I, I think that's think a bit of a hard yeah, one. Yeah, gotta stick with the. Still, the I'm, the I'm sticking with mine. Yeah, as well. No, fair enough. Right. I don't know. It's just me personally. I like yeah. the thought of being able to hear things. Like if I, because you have to think about it. If you don't know what sight is, yeah, and then I just think hearing would be better than seeing. Mm. That's I don't know. Deep, pal. I think that's a this bit. It makes sense though, doesn't it? Does it does make sense. Yeah. Because yeah, if yeah. you see things like yeah, obviously colorful like lights or whatever, or like I went to that Van Gogh exhibition there not too yeah, long ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was visually brilliant. Amazing. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. But like, if you didn't know what you were looking, if you couldn't see from the start, I think it'd be better to hear things. No, hundred percent. Yeah. That's, that's fair. That's fair. That's my Listen opinion. To each his own, baby. Yeah. I just I, again, I seen a woman walking down. She she's always around Drimley. Oh, the lady that yeah. goes down Carrow. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She lives. I just felt so sorry, and yeah, yeah. I kind of start getting into. Did you see Hush, the horror film? Oh my god! Yeah, that was unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. It was no, really good. I'm Very not, interesting. I'm not a horror man. He's fucking. Oh no, no he's no, terrified. Horror is my favorite no. genre. By the way, <laughs> big respect. I watched uh, yourself in You're Not My Mother. Oh, did you like and it? And that was so good. Uh, so yeah. good. Like, I literally. I, I'm glad that it was like Irish folklore. Because oh. I feel like we have so much there and we're not taking advantage of it as a country. Do you know what I mean? That's the thing, of? though, as well. It was like, it was so atmospheric, though, yeah. as well. It was real, like, hereditary vibes and stuff like that. <laughs> I'll take that any day. Like, that was so good. <laughs> I love like, Ari Aster. I knew he wouldn't watch yeah. it. So I yeah. was like, I'll watch it. Bob's, like, the, har- you know Bob's I mean? the movie guy. Like, I'll we, sit we've down had and get into this. And I was like, this is fucking dead. Swallowing our fucking arm. I was like, We've had Jerry Walsh on and we've had Eddie Jack on and he just gets into his little like movie genre nerdy kind of vibes and whenever we have actors right. and all on and I'm just sitting over here like yeah I've seen Step Brothers before <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, are you I'm, not a film person? Oh, no I do enjoy films yeah but I'm not um, like I don't I, he wouldn't watch like I've been kind of now that I'm watching cool. films I'm like looking at the camera angles a bit more and trying okay. to like deep oh, down like, yeah yeah because yeah, yeah, of, yeah. of the people we've had on which is why I really enjoy doing the podcast because you're actually learning stuff yeah. But like I would never watch a horror. Like he brought me to see Smile when we first started the podcast. I still haven't seen Smile. Oh, that's very so like jump scary, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. pretty yeah. intense. Like, horrible. Really? Like that, but he was it's horrible. The whole way really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a big like, baby. I swear to God. We get nightmares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no way. And then he's sitting under, he sweating under the covers, like, you know, not how do I do? your foot outside the Yeah, because the monsters can get you down, you know what I mean? That's how they get you, bro. No, but literally, like, and then you're giving out to me, like, Rob, would you fucking bring me here? Oh, yeah. Relax itself. My girlfriend's going on holidays now on Sunday and he's going to come around and we're going to watch I haven't seen The Shining still we've had oh, so many guests The Shining guests. is yeah. amazing it's and like every, every actor and actress we have on are like you haven't seen The Shining yeah. and I'm yeah. like no I haven't I'm sorry like, we had, uh, so we're going to watch it Eddie Jackson on about two or three weeks ago he was in Game of Thrones and stuff like that he's in the oh, no Irish way. series Kin as well yeah. uh, and he was like you know even me and him were just like Kubrick's the yeah, man they, totally and all they were well, like, I think like if like you're afraid of horror you should watch more kind of like cheesy horror like Evil Dead or something that's very like fun right. and like except for the new one yeah no fuck I haven't seen the new Evil Dead yeah it's uh, I've seen bits of it and I'm just like fuck this and got need counselling after oh, this really? like, yeah, it's, it's messed intense. up like. oh it's so messed up I love it yeah. <laughs> like, it's so great <laughs> yeah, I'm like. here for it as well. he'll, he'll want me to go see it not a fucking hope I, I seen watch, the, tra- I watch the trailer did you ever say on YouTube when yeah. the trailer comes up and you can't skip it yeah yeah, yeah. You watch the 15 like, second oh, trailer it's like that fuck match. yeah <laughs> it's like I want to watch a football game like I don't want to watch fucking Evil Dead Rises or whatever <laughs> some cunt jumping out from around corners no, I'm like, no it's not, not for you pal not me but massive respect on that film though that you were in because I was loving it it was absolutely quality I'm not going to say I'll watch it but <laughs> <laughs> next week he'll probably say come on we stick around and see what the crack is yeah. but obviously I don't really good things so congratulations thanks on so it. much yeah I really really enjoyed yeah. that one a and, lot and like getting into acting getting into yourself obviously mm-hmm. a bit more like how did it all start like what was the kind of were you always a creative as a child and you kind of just like okay when was it a point in time that you were like okay look I could actually maybe do yeah. this like um, growing up I was quite an odd child like I was very quiet um enjoyed my own company was just always kind of like had a pencil in my hand with paper so i think like i was always creative from a young age um and i've wanted to be like i didn't always necessarily want to be an actor but the love of film came like very very early on to me um i think it came from my uh, well i know i know it came from my dad uh me and my dad just spent time by watching films like when we were together that's all we would do 
like all through the day and all through the night. I know. Can you hear that? Thunder? Thunder? Yeah. Is that going to pick that old song? Well, we're talking about horror films. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Turn off the lights. Let's <laughs> 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 just do this. Old Rob's hang on out there. Well, yeah, that's how me and my dad spend time together. We just watch films all day, mainly horror films. Yeah, yeah. So Frankenstein, uh, Van Helsing, The Shining, yeah, yeah. all the classics. Like, um, and he would just kind of like we didn't just kind of. Well, we obviously watched them for entertainment, but my dad was just the type of person that, like, once we watched them, he'd be like, "Did you see the way they done that shot?" And yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, he's Proper a great actor. Like, exactly like, like my dad. Yeah, yeah like, that's yeah. exactly. So what it really he would just do. got me thinking about <laughs> not just what I was seeing, but behind the camera. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was just so intrigued because I was like, "Oh my god, we're seeing this whole world, but there's so much that goes on behind mm. it." And um, so that just really interested me. So he really just kind of like that's where my love of film kind of grew. He and he just like kind of fed that to me. And so then I was I'd go over to my nanny Jones's every Saturday uh, for a stew. And <laughs> classic, she's a proper little townie, <laughs> yeah. And all my co- all my hundreds of cousins would be over on a Saturday to have their stew as well. So I would just grab them all. Fight I was like perfect to have my whole cast and crew here. <laughs> so I would just grab them all and I'd write scripts for them and we'd just make plays all day and we'd, oh, that's pre- really we'd cool, perform yeah. them for the family. But then I'd take my nanny's phone and I'd record them. And then eventually she got like she upgraded her phone, she got a new <laughs> phone. And this phone had a pause button on it. So in terms of like, you could record someone standing in a corner. You could pause it. Then they will leave the frame. You'll record it again. And it's like as if they disappeared. And that to me blew my mind. (laughs) What is this? I was like, this is after opening up a whole new world. Chris Angel mind freak. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, yeah. exactly. Fucking love Chris Angel. I can tell you, man. When he went through the gate, I was like, how did he do it? Yeah, no, I remember those. Yeah, I remember being able to do that myself. You You used to jump up in the air and then you'd pause it and then you'd go back. And then yeah. record and it'd be like it disappeared while you jumped up in the air. I kind of you know? missed that boat. I would just stand across the street and wait for the one two two to go, boy, and then run with it and be like, "Oh, I'm behind the car!" Like, and then it's like, yeah. "Where did he go?" Running directly into the back of the bus. Then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> running to me, nanny's gone looking out the door. But that's mad though. It's mad that you say that because my dad was exactly like that as well. Really? Like we would be watching the Omen and he'd be like, "Watch this, like yeah. watch this scene," and like. Literally, I'd be looking at angles more so than actually what was going on. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? I don't know what it is. That's probably why you weren't as fucking scared then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mind was taking off it. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about, oh, Jesus, there's Reagan in the bed, her head's torn. I was like, but look at that angle. Like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> look, look at the, the angle, angle of how her head's out. turning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's obviously fucked up. <laughs> no, but yeah, like, it's it's one of those things. That's how I kind of got into, like, being a, I don't say a movie buff, but, like, yeah. through my dad as well. Like, in yeah. that kind of got maybe me thinking about doing something creative and stuff like that it was always it was kind of going to go down that road at some yeah. stage i like I, pl- I did like minor acting when i was a kid part of drama and stuff like that nothing major but there definitely was that creative influence there and i think right. that came from the fucking gaff is shaking i hope that's coming true so yeah will you pick that up yeah. i hope people at home can hear that it's <laughs> pondering Very outside i know yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's in my closet <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah like so that's kind of where that creative kind of aspect came from myself so yeah i concur with that a lot like that's yeah. pretty sweet yeah. but um and like you going to auditions and stuff like that yeah how was that for yourself um so the first audition i ever so like i said like that all kind of started in my nannies and like my love for film yeah just i was grew. gonna say did you go to like at a younger age would you have done like drama, maybe drama classes or no i didn't no? i didn't do it was any drama later classes. In life. it was just me at home in my mirror yeah. being a weirdo <laughs> um doing my own classes yeah um but so my love of film just kind of like grew from my dad and then like playing around with my nanny's phone and like with my cousins and whatever. And then I just be kind of came like desperate. I was like, once I knew that the people in the telly I could actually yeah. work towards as a career, I just became desperate for it. And I was like to my ma, like, I don't know what I need to do, but you need to help me. Like I need yeah. to become an actor. That's all I want to do. And I, I mm. remember feeling very anxious about it because yeah. it was just like, it's all I wanted to do. Yeah, and it, it was a certain for me. I was like, this is where my heart is. So one day she told me that there was like an audition post up that she's seen on Facebook down in my local community centre uh, for a role in I Used to Live Here, a movie called I Used to Live Here, directed by Frank Berry. And Frank Berry worked with working class communities. He made another film called Ballymun Lullabies, if you'd well, seen it. I heard it, yeah. And that was amazing. And so he was holding auditions down the community centre <clears throat> and I went down with my friends, auditioned um, and ended up getting the lead role in it. And that nice. was a really important film to me because um, it was about like the ripple effect of suicide amongst like uh, working class communities. Yeah. 
and that was I was always like very kind of like sensitive to that kind of thing growing up and very always very impacted by it and like um had experienced it myself so to kind of be given a role that I could kind of use as like an outlet for those emotions just I I never expected it to be so kind of like therapeutic for me yeah so when I got that role and I done that with Frank Berry it just stole my heart like and I was like this is all I want to do like yeah yeah. I was in that that's it moment. I was like, like this I'm... is everything. <laughs> yeah. like, and not only that then I it was like it 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 made change and it said something. So like it was the it wasn't just the process of doing yeah. it, it was mm. the aftermath of it then yeah. being out there and like the impact that it had. Yeah. And that was just so so big for me. At, like I was only twelve as well and Mad. I was just overcome with emotion around yeah, it. Yeah, probably felt more than just a film like it yeah. was. Oh, like, 100%, yeah, oh hundred percent because it was so personal <laughs> and close to me and my community and something that I've like cared about my whole life yeah um so then it also sparked that thing in me as well of like well if i if i'm gonna do work and acting work i wanted to uh, have an impact like this yeah so it, it, it kind of became a bit like political for me as well yeah and um so then since that film had done really well it done its festival run and then i i can't remember where i was coming from it was the middle of the night i was in a car with my ma and she got a phone call and she's kind of like hitting me and nudging me and looking at me and I'm like what's going on yeah. and she hung up she's like you're after getting signed to an agency and I was like what's an agent like I had no idea <laughs> who's this <laughs> who is this I thought you handled it who is this and why are they taking 35% <laughs> <laughs> and um, it, it was end up being Lisa Richards agency amazing um, yeah and they have some great actors under yeah. their belt as well so that was an amazing accomplishment. Was that like a this this I've done it or like is well, it still kind of raw? I was like, so young that yeah. I don't yeah. think I actually understood. You didn't process. Really what, what is this? On. This is cool. Yeah. Like, well, what does it actually mean? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then I came into their office and yeah. I was looking around at all these posters. I think and that's I was when like, the realization. Hit, it was all like, starting to like yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who's gonna pay the bills? Hollywood. Family guys. Yeah. So then, since the agency, then they've obviously promoted me and um, put me forward for auditions and I've just been working with them they look after me like extremely well and and they've just I've just gotten roles then like Rebellion Resistance RT series and stuff that all just kind of start coming in then so snowball from it yeah snowball from it yeah exactly yeah that's so sweet like because like I I remember when I was doing as I said I was pretty shit at it (laughs) but like I remember I auditioned to get into Trinity and stuff like that like when I was like back in the day and I fucking hated the audition process like really? i i liked it to a sense that like it was like okay but then when you're it's like you have a little bit of an outer body experience and you kind of see yourself what you're doing you're like what the fuck am i actually doing yeah, yeah. remember they would be like it's a strange thing it's to such do. a strange thing to <laughs> like, do we're still Punch. playing like we're playing as if we're kids yeah yeah, yeah yeah like make believe but like you're doing it in front of people that have like pens and clipboards and they're judging yeah. you like like do you know what i mean it's like didn't do that right they didn't but, like, show that raw emotion that we're looking for but like, like to some people I'm sorry though, i'm 12 <laughs> i'm only six <laughs> i don't know what we're it is we're never gonna make it <laughs> but like it literally was like oh, i found it so daunting and i suppose like now if i was to go back and do it i think i'd be all right i'd be more confident more assured of myself mm-hmm. But, like, I felt it was, like, a lot of pressure. Did you have to yeah. do what for the Aldi? <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Did you do an Aldi ad? Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, yeah. Putting bananas into a bag. Yeah. <laughs> and he walked too fast. <laughs> <laughs> they were literally like, you're walking too fast. Putting those bananas in the bag. Like, this he is hasn't walked shop. the same but since. But the hardest thing <laughs> in acting, right, is not the big emotional scenes. It's putting the cup on the table. I'm not <laughs> joking. You'll do those a hundred times over. And apparently you're not doing it right. I literally was like walking back and forth. He goes, yeah, you're just walking too fast. And I was like, well, when I do shopping, pal, I do it quickly. Do you know do what I mean? real life or do you want acting? And then he was like, slow it down. So it took about three weeks to put my hand out to grab oh, the bananas. and what It was a train wreck. It didn't even end the bonnet. Cunts. <laughs> <laughs> you see in the back of my head and one of the eyes like fuck oh my god is it a beautiful back of head oh it's so handsome right now <laughs> no but yeah like but as I was saying like for me personally I think now probably would have been okay to do that I think there is a lot of pressure on like young people's shoulders going into these certain yeah. type of things do you know what I mean yeah, like, I don't know for me like I've as I said with Eddie Jackson I done a play when I was younger I won't get into the you were, <laughs> <laughs> I was a turkey in a fucking an animal farm play <laughs> but um, I remember Orwell's animal farm no it was called Honk it was oh okay <laughs> It's not a classic. It's not. In, it's, you won't find it in Trinity. The fucking rings and rings and community theatre. <laughs> we were just fucked onto a stage and tried to do our best. But um, I remember going for the interview, like, and as I said with Eddie Jackson, I was interviewing for like the role of a cat, but I ended up getting a talkie. <laughs> <laughs> and I do remember going into the audition, like, but I was only like what twelve or something at the time. And it is, as you said, it is daunting. Super but, daunting. Like, 
I look at it now and I'd kind of think it's kind of like for me it'd be like an interview maybe but like when, That's I, it, like, yeah. when I go for interviews now I've only had like what probably six interviews in my whole life like mm. for jobs or whatever but like whenever Ace I got, them all baby yeah I actually have <laughs> and I, felt I didn't get two jobs before in the past but um it is, I do, when I do go into them, I'm kind of like, and this maybe I would if I was to go for an acting role or whatever, which I never will, but it's like, just go for it, like. Yeah. Because the more you portray yourself as like a person with confidence and with, but I'm sure it is hard as well, difficult, yeah. like with people mm. sitting there like judging, examining your every move. But, That's it. But like, I wonder like, it's the preparation and all that you do for it. Is it something like, are you used to it now or is it mm. still something that it's like fuck like this is a big role does um, it still play in your mind a little bit or is it like you're getting used to it now like I think like when I was younger like when I done Metal Heart and stuff yeah. I was about 16 and like I didn't really have a creative process I just kind of threw myself into it see I prioritised kind of coming across like natural and convincing whereas like nowadays I think I take it a bit more seriously where I'm like I really want to get into character yeah, and like yeah. really kind of build a character yeah um but before I just kind of well that was kind of like a lighter role so that was kind of easy to just yeah, kind of yeah. jump into right but um in terms of like rebellion and resistance I was only 14 then and I was playing like a prostitute living in the tenement Jesus. so there was some <laughs> like really big and emotional scenes, scenes. Yeah. and what I kind of done which is like I don't know if a doctor will tell me this is unhealthy or not, but like I used to just tap into like some trauma that existed yeah. in me, like, and it was I I've had like I've struggled with my yeah. mental health since a young age, so it was easily kind of accessible. Accessible for yourself. And yeah. but what that done was like I grabbed it, yep. I used it, I expressed it, and, and then it was rewarded. Is it like yeah. a you know it's I mean? like a tool now? It, it was a, a tool, like, and yeah. like I just it was just an amazing outlet for me. So those like big emotional scenes, like I was just being able to take from like a really dark place and just fucking like yeah. throw it out. I was going to say like do you ever get like when they say when you can, can cry and command yeah. like now obviously I'm not an actor but you know sometimes I'd be sitting there and I just think of real sad things that's happened in my life and I start crying like yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know it's always there as an actor is it, hard, is it easy like to maybe get that down with using your own kind of your yeah. past experiences I like. think I've I think I've I think I've figured out a way to kind of get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, it's all mental. Yeah, do you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, like, on set, like, I'll probably need, like, some, you know, if there's an emotional scene, I'll need some space or a I won't want time, to talk like, to yeah, anyone yeah, yeah. or yeah, yeah. whatever. Need some time to yourself yeah. just to kind of do it. And then it, yeah. I've, gone, I've gone a bit method sometimes as well where, like, I've stayed in character. Yeah. And that just helps my performance, like... Um, it'll just give a better delivery if like if so like on set I won't have people kind of like talk, like it depends how like committed I am yeah. to like this yeah. certain role but like I won't have people talk to me as if I'm me because yeah. then it's harder to shift back in back between in, yeah yeah yeah, so yeah if that makes yeah. sense um, but now I just kind of like write a lot about the character so like I write about their wants and stuff yeah. in life outside of the script because to me that just gives them like emotive yeah kind it makes of. them a real context, person it makes yeah. them a real person that you might yeah. know or exactly. that you can kind of address and it's like you know say it was something as in as simple as like they're picking something up or they're going out to buy something yeah. well in the back of my head I now know why they might be going out to buy that do you know what I mean yeah so exactly just building around you were just giving a bit of context, context. Yeah. 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 and that's not in the script do you know yeah. what I mean so that's just your own work yeah, into yeah, this yeah. character <coughs> development like. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's fair. it's really fun to do as well I really enjoy that's it. amazing and like I love the method ac aspect of it as well yeah. because that is something that I find so fascinating like do you know what I mean yeah. like, just one of the craziest method, method acting experiences I've had was when I was 14 and I'd done a short film called My Fad and My Blood for a director called John Brown and it was about um I was playing a child it was with do you know Barry Ward the actor yeah. Barry Ward he mm -hmm. was playing my father and I was playing their child he was a feral child and we were living in the wilderness and we went down to uh, and I was like feral and vicious and I was crawling around and like <laughs> yeah and my uh, when I, I went down to Claire to film it and we were down there for like I think three weeks maybe and they matted my hair and they didn't like I didn't shower and my hair just kept matting as the time went yeah, on and nice. I was like when I wasn't on set I was crawling around and I was growling <laughs> and like Bradley. whatever and that, I loved that I That's loved so that girl. like I I really really want to get deep into it yeah, i yeah. really enjoy that like yeah like i can be intense in that way i know yeah but that's like <laughs> yeah, i just get so rewarding yeah, yeah. like do you that. know what i mean I, yeah. like, just it's 
Madness. I do that on the weekend for free. <laughs> <laughs> I just do it anyway. Yeah. I'm sleepy bastard this weekend. I doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, it's a character, Lauren. <laughs> Leave me alone, mom. <laughs> I'm acting. <laughs> it's like Daniel Day Lewis in fucking what was it? Gangs of New York. Like you refused. Like what? What was it? Penicillin or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Because and you got you got pneumonia. Because really? they didn't have it at that time. And I see and him on his well like that oh for the whole set. Like no one would address him as his name. They would yeah. just yeah. like call him Bill or Bill the Butcher. Yeah. And he would write to everybody saying, I'm sorry, but I'll meet you afterwards. Which yeah. I think is fucking mad. Like yeah. I'd love to get a letter off that and just be like, Oh my god. Let's <laughs> <laughs> go talk to me afterwards. Yeah. Was it Leonardo DiCaprio in Inglorious Bastards? He like digged the, oh, the table or the glass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, Django. Oh Django. Oh, Django oh, sorry, and then yeah. sorry, you yeah. put it on your own face yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And you can even see whore face going, Oh <laughs> yeah. the fuck like fuck, yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio AIDS. <laughs> the fact they got Roland too. I like, know, yeah, yeah. That's like that's that's that kind of maybe for me would show like yeah, really into the fucking the role. Yeah, like, the yeah. devotion stuff, to like, it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I see it as well on TikTok? Um, I was watching the, this thing where actors couldn't get out of characters. So who's the guy that played Elvis in that new biopic? Uh, Austin. Oh, Austin Butler. Butler. Yeah, yeah, he apparently after Elvis, he took him like months. He had that accent to, up to until about two weeks accent, ago. Did yeah. you see the Jim Carrey documentary um, oh. where he's playing the comedian? Yeah. Oh, is this the one where? Oh, uh, what's his name? Andy Kaufman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that. The documentary based well, he on that. He yeah. full on had a meltdown. Yeah. Doing but that. But it like. is strange. Like if you're taking all these uh, on these kind of identities mm. and personas, and you're getting so into them, how do you just shake it off? Yeah. yeah. How do you, you get know what rid I mean? Of it? Like yeah. it gets in there. Yeah. yeah. How do you leave? That's it why actors are fucking <laughs> insane. Like. Yeah. It's like Heath Ledger. He yeah. died because he couldn't get rid of the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Like he was actually taking sleep tablets, like to try and help him go to sleep. Then he just out. But it's crazy. Yeah. To crazy. Think, yeah. It's crazy to think that, as you said, like actors can get that switch in their brain where they become the character, and then they can't shake it. As you said, like yeah. it's the way the brain works. That one minute you're this person. You're, I'd say Heath Ledger, for yeah. example. You're a great actor. You've been in loads of stuff. Yeah. I think he won. Did he win like a lot of awards before Joker and stuff? And then you become the Joker and you just can't snap out of it. Yeah. It's a mental game though. Yeah. yeah. But it's a dark character though yeah, as well. Yeah, and there is characters out there that even Jack Nicholson told him it's a dark character. Yeah. Even when I, I remember when I was buying fucking a comic book for myself, it's The Killing Joke. Like, because I was like, I'm going to get this all I love The Killing Joke. It's a great it's fucking great, graphic novel. Yeah. But when I was buying it, they were like, is this for you? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it's for me. And they were like, good, don't show this to a kid. <laughs> and I was just like, I wasn't gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I might now. <laughs> do you know what I mean? That was me cousin. Yeah. Look at that. It's fucking dark as fuck. Like, do you know what I mean? But it is like, it's one of those characters that it is like, it has dark source material and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's so interesting once you get into it. Like, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I want to just ask you on that as well. How was working with Hugh O'Connor? Hugh O'Connor was great. Hugh O'Connor was the first director that I worked with that was also an actor. Yeah. So I think that benefited him as yeah, well. Just as well. kind of like knowing what it's like to be an actor, you know. Yeah. Like, so he was always very like considerate. And That's good. Yeah. He's a very wacky person. I don't think oh, he'd really, mind yeah? me saying that. I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so that kept things exciting. Um, yeah, he was great. He was For really, context, really like cool. Hugh O'Connor was uh, young Christy Brown in My Left Foot. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's a really cool guy. Daniel Day-Lewis like thanked him in his Oscar speech as well for like, you know, because like that's a role like as well. Like that's imagine a being a young kid and having to do that. Like, do you know what I mean? Like yeah, dive yeah. into that shit. Yeah. yeah. That's intimidating as fuck. Like, yeah. yeah. Crazy goings on. Was that, was it My Left Foot where the, they shot in Pear Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of the unflits that I know. Um, they're in um, they're in the film running around the flats oh in the background yeah, the brothers mates and all yeah yeah savage <coughs> yeah I remember that yeah but yeah no tops film and that but when you got the call to be on The Alienist yeah how did that go down I'm sure that was like that was <laughs> such a good problem. Netflix is calling yeah. what's happening <laughs> yeah. here I know I got that call in college and thankfully around friends because I wanted everyone to witness it <laughs> <laughs> big flex I was like, like oh hey what's this hello oh, Mr. Hello? Netflix <laughs> oh hey oh Mr. Flix <laughs> how's the how's the family <laughs> that was kind of crazy they were like uh, my, my agent rang me he was like uh, can you have your bags packed like and go to Budapest in the next two days I was like yeah that's <laughs> fucking deadly <laughs> ask no questions get to Budapest yeah um, but also Ted Levine was in it which I was really excited about who's Buffalo Bill Buffalo you Bill no, no, no. it's not even a horror film you fucking fool I'm not yeah. a movie but Silence I do watch films Lambs, it's the like. Silence of the Lambs bro I know Silence of the Lambs yeah. would you know the fella who does the Manjoyna dance no I didn't see it <laughs> oh Ryan I know it I'm leaving you it. I'm taking the kids and I'm leaving <laughs> like, I'm going like. 
yeah but ted levine like yeah how like that voice as well like that fuck. i know I, I, when you just you close your eyes you just hear buffalo bill like, yeah you want to fuck me i know I do, <laughs> I do i do need to catch up on all the classics you do i bro. just don't know i'm just yeah i'll send you on a list <laughs> there yeah, you yeah. go we'll watch them all next week <laughs> But that, that was really cool because um, I was very intimidated because my scene was like directly in front, like my lines were shared with Dakota Fanning. Fanning, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was like a huge production. Massive. And I was just like staring back at her while she was doing her thing that yeah. she's amazing at and has been doing for years. She was a child, so that was pretty like surreal. Well. I think I disassociated a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> just had an out of body experience. Out of body experience, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, definitely. What is this? It was, yeah. such a, it was such a good series as well. It was, yeah, yeah. Like it was, it was seriously good. Daniel Brühl as well was yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was so dark as well. Luke Evans. Oh, Luke Evans yeah. as well. Fucking yeah. hell. But like to be across from like something like that. Yeah. How was I that? Like, don't fuck up. Don't yeah, fuck up. Yeah, literally. Don't fuck I was up. just about to say, was yeah. that running? Yeah, in does your it head, like, like yeah. maybe does that kind of feeling of don't fuck up maybe take away from the experience until later on in life when you're like, oh shit, that was really good. Um, maybe a little bit. Like, no, I feel like I enjoyed it and took yeah. it all in. Like, and I actually did enjoy the anxiety of it. Like, yeah. Did, like, if you're going to be nervous about anything, I'm glad I'm nervous about <laughs> acting in front of Dakota fans. Yeah, you know true. What I mean? <laughs> but I remember like. Uh, so we were on this big set that was built and you had to come down these stairs and then there was like two green rooms and I would come down and I would listen to both of the green rooms to hear what one she was in so I could go in the opposite one because I just didn't want to risk saying anything embarrassing <laughs> or awkward in front of her in the green room. Yeah, go, so yeah. I just wasn't taking that risk. That's mad. Like, Dakota, are you in there? <laughs> and then she opens the door like, I'm just ear against the door. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> I'd be like, what's up, Dakota? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I did end up going in and having a chat where accidentally. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was very nervous. Yeah, accidentally. Yeah, accidentally, yeah. <laughs> Uh, didn't see you there hello Miss Fanning <laughs> promise I promise <laughs> ask her what Tom Cruise was really like is he an absolute hero <laughs> he was in War, she was in War of the Worlds wasn't she yeah, yeah I think so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. man on fire yeah fucking she's been in some bangers actually yeah. hasn't she yeah cat in the hair Oh yeah, the now best. Come, now come on, Mike. I do know. Yeah, that's a horror. I feel like every time his name is filming, he's looking over at me. The same I way am. Saying, I like, am literally looking over. I'm staring right at him, bro. Like, you better say this. Like. No, but that would have been mental. And on two days' notice, you just had to basically pack up and go. Yeah, pretty sure it was like two, two, three days' notice. Quick yeah. turnaround. Quick turnaround. Yeah. That's fucking yeah. Ghastly. I'd say it's easy. I'll just fucking throw in a few blades. The excitement of that must have been yeah. though yeah. next level. It oh, was, yeah. yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. It was amazing, yeah. And what's, yeah. like, obviously, where was the shot, did you say? Budapest? Budapest, Budapest yeah. What's but it it's, like? it's, it's Victorian New York, yeah. but apparently Budapest looks like Victorian New yeah. York. Yeah, all the buildings and yeah. stuff, yeah. yeah. What's it like, like, obviously, I, I wouldn't have any experience in it, but, like, just being in that world, you know what I mean? Like, you obviously have to go back to, what what year was it set in, like... Victorian times like 1800s yeah, yeah. I had I'd just been kind of I'd did, been doing a lot of period pieces anyway yeah, so I was yeah. very used to the corsets okay, and the yeah, hundreds yeah. of layers yeah yeah uh, and the buried, hot weather <laughs> just buried on the clouds like, just yeah. a cafe so <laughs> yeah in a snowsuit like. yeah. yeah so but like yeah so it's yeah, obviously easy to get into that role but like it's, I, I don't know like I don't know how you you would like separate being yourself and then into a character like as you said you kind of you pull from like experiences in your life mm. and stuff but just the normal kind of shoots is mm. that easier or would you th- or do you think like as because you said earlier like it's hard to put down a cup yeah so like the ones where it's just you're walking down the street or what do you prefer like being in the kind of intense like scenes or is it i don't know it's i do you know what i mean I do, I am drawn more towards intense, yeah. emotional, I like very kind of like surreal or art, artsy yeah. kind of stuff that just like are meaty, like make yeah. me think. Kind of complex characters yeah. or something I really like, like well. to, to get into stuff emotionally. Yeah. Um, but I also like, since I'm young and something that I think has been developed due to like kind of like struggling with my mental health and kind of mm. having some like difficulties in like my community and home life growing up I have kind of like created this like world in my head like that I've kind of like visited since I'm young like with all these like kind of characters and it's just kind of been a fun safe place for me to express myself so those kind of like lighter roles as well are just something that I've always kind of had there that yeah they're breezy like yeah 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 yeah, but you prefer like the intense kind of like yeah yeah. where you can feel like you're proper acting like yeah yeah (laughs) and they're just just like I said they're so therapeutic for me as well like they actually do so much for me yeah yeah yeah. they always say that when like it's called I don't know if it's the same now they used to call it the well so you dip into the well the well sounds like the perfect name for it it's like you keep (laughs) your what your your emotions are are at this level yeah so when you need to dip into them you just 
dip into the well and bring yeah. whatever that motion is to the surface. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I, w- so I would love if there was more kind of like, act- I'm not sure there probably is, but like accident and kind of improv involved in therapy. Yeah. I think it would be amazing for people. Really beneficial yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Just like, and like I did it like for a while, like and stuff like that, but it was really confidence building as well. Yeah, it was, it was great because I was quite a shy kid. Yeah. I had like, fucked up teeth I have <laughs> really bad skin and shit like that like so I was literally like I didn't want to go out right. most days like do you know what I mean so I kind of got into that to help my own confidence and stuff yeah. like that but when I think back on it like they were really helpful <laughs> the kind of things that they would do but also looking back on it it was like fuck me this looks crazy because they just like say there's an imaginary <laughs> bag in the middle of the room go pick something out of it. Yeah. And that I'm makes like, sense to me <laughs> though. I know, and I'm like, what am I going to pick out of it? And I just pick out a guitar and then they say, hand it to the next person. <laughs> and you're like handing it off like to someone ra- and then they take it, put it in and take something out. And you're this like, stuff honestly bananas. makes more sense to me than the real world though. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. fake imaginary thing I yeah. have to pick up. I'm like, yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> rod. Like, <laughs> yeah. But like, in a way, like when I look back on it, that did help my confidence. Yeah. That did help me come out of my shell a bit because I would have been so reserved. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? And it definitely does help in that sort of regard as well like to kind of build yourself up yeah but um yeah i kind of find that fascinating so and again it would be helpful if it was kind of in more things like that like yeah. do you know what i mean but um what else was i going to say to you about that you've obviously been an advocate for mental health yeah. and stuff like that do you want to talk a little bit about your own journey in that yeah of course yeah i don't mind um so like i said um i'm from tala so working class community um and I loved growing up there. A great sense of community, great yeah. friends, great family, and obviously working class family, like very, you know, that's our support system. So very tight knit family. Yeah. Everyone was there for each other, supported each other. I've lovely memories growing up. Um, but obviously on top of that, there was um, struggles, obviously because of class neglect. There was suicide. There was crime, drugs, and that would have impacted like my home life and my family and yes, people close to me as well. Um, and I was always just, um, like, obviously that's just hard as it is, but I was always kind of like a very sensitive soul. Like I was only, I've, I've had diaries that date back to like 2009. Like I've always just been very kind of like emotional, very like deep in my thinking. And like, so all my diaries is just me just writing down everything, trying to figure stuff out. So just maybe compartmentalize a little bit yeah i was a bit of a sponge like i just took in everything everything. kind of thing yeah and (coughs) um so that always just kind of had an impact on me um and so from a young age i was really really struggling with my mental health Mm. like from like like eight nine and then like by the time that i got to like kind of like 11 12 it was getting really bad like there was suicidal ideation and stuff um (coughs) And I just knew that there was, uh, I wasn't just sad or upset. I knew there was something like something a bit more. more. Yeah. Yeah. Quite a deep rooted or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, so I was going to my to my ma from a, from a young age being like, look, I really just need to go see a doctor. I need to go to the hospital. Like I need to like something. That's needs. from a young age? From a young yeah. age, from about 12. That's mad to think a 12 year old would kind of think that way. Like but also obviously to acknowledge that. Yeah, to acknowledge yeah. That's what I mean. mean like, as a 12 year old, yeah. to be able to be like, I know there's nothing right here. Like yeah. I need to go. Yeah. Well, not, you know, don't mean it in that way. I just mean you're in your own head already at 12 like it's, yeah. it's hard but to like i imagine. said though like my diaries from like 2009 it's <coughs> something i've just always been in my head like very like but you think that they helped as well like oh, in order for you to get out certain like things, i said like, like true acting or yeah. true diary i just had to vomit a lot that's you it, know yeah, like war vomit, i couldn't yeah. keep it in I, I would have exploded yeah that's it yeah Yeah, and i'm so glad that i gave myself that as well i didn't isolate i didn't keep quiet Brilliant, like yeah. i I, yeah. I knew that i needed like expression yeah the sad and thing is a lot of people don't realize that until they get to of an course, adult you yeah. know what i mean so yeah. it's probably good for you like as much as it's mad to think a 12 year old is to think that way but it's probably saved it in the long run maybe 100 because yeah. you didn't realize like as you said you grew up around drugs and that's kind of the the next step for kids that are struggling they, yeah. they look at drugs and it's an escape and mm. yeah. so for you to kind of that's probably a saving grace in your eyes is to be doing it young like yeah definitely. yeah and like at that age, so you said you're saying to your mom, and I was gonna just bring up your mom's yeah. Lynn Rowan, yeah. Senator Lynn Rowan. She's obviously a big advocate for drugs and yeah. stuff and the, the yeah. community and stuff. And was she obviously helpful at the time? Like she was. Yeah, m- my mom always like um, 
would look for supports for me in yeah. terms of like she she's the one that like was like okay we'll go and we'll get you assessed and everything yeah. and she she wanted me to kind of be able to figure out what was happening um and she always supported and facilitated that yeah um so w- the diagnosis that i got was bpd and i got that so i got one i got one earlier on um uh, i think i was 15 maybe and i got a diagnosis of autism and um i think that was an interesting one for me because at the time I was just kind of like I got a label or a name and I was like grand I'll yeah. grab that because I, I, I need, some, that, I need yeah. some guidance right now on yeah. what's kind of happening but it, that's been a difficult one for me because I haven't really connected to it ever Um, when I look back to my early years as a child it makes more sense then but like now later on in my life I just I didn't really find myself in the community so that was a bit of a shite one really I yeah. was like oh god I really thought that this was going to do something for me but then when I was 16 um, and I'm not taking away from that there there was a lot that I discovered in doing that and within the community as well that helped me um, but then when I was 16 I got a diagnosis of BPD and that just made 100% sense, sense to me so BPD is just um, a diagnosis that kind of a disorder that kind of uh, stems from childhood trauma so like when you're in your early kind of development years and you're impacted by like big difficult traumatic yeah, things right, it just kind it. of disrupts uh <clears throat> just your mind and your wiring so it just kind of gives lots of symptoms like black and white thinking um you know like either someone can be good or bad so it it can affect like relationships and friendships because like you kind of put this protectiveness around you so someone can be good or bad you could be triggered by something that someone says or does and it puts you in a state of feeling like you're in danger right and so it kind of it just uh, and not only that's in terms of like relationships and friendships but then within myself it was just just pain a poor self-image um emotional instability like it was painful like it was really really hard to cope it was yeah yeah. and you wouldn't have guessed it because somehow i was able to leave it at home like somehow and maybe that's the the character the actor in that i was able to leave that at home and go out and not that i necessarily felt like i was always performing i do i do feel like i was two people Mm. like i was someone that was fun and bubbly and um funny and like had friends but i also was that person that was at home that was really struggling in a lot of pain um so i went to but i am actually like thankfully uh, bpd is something that i don't i'm not necessarily sure if you can ever kind of say that you don't have bpd anymore but bpd recovery is real yeah. so you can be well, at a very different point more of BPD. a control of it more of control yeah, yeah, yeah exactly and it's gone completely like 100 yeah, yeah. and that's where i am with it now like i'm in a lot more control because of kind of like when i learned about it i could acknowledge it so i'm like oh this is what's happening right now and that was that that would only do enough like, like for a while of just being able to acknowledge it i'm like okay right well now i'm gonna have to do something about yeah, it yeah, so yeah. through therapy and stuff i was able to just kind of like gather tools like a lot of kind of like mindfulness would help and, yeah yeah um and then there was just like this shift that happened and i felt i felt it mentally happen like as if i stepped into like a new phase with it mm-hmm. um so that's where i've been at now with the bpd thankfully in a good place and now that i'm here i'm just kind of I was in such a hopeless place and now I'm just full of hope and yeah. I just want to give that back now. It's brilliant to hear. Yeah. yeah. Like that's amazing to hear. Like, and like, you know, we do appreciate, like, I know that's a, a sensitive topic for yourself and that yeah. we do appreciate you going into detail about it. On just on that for myself, like I was a lot of the kind of like, obviously growing up, it wasn't like, you know, kind of, I didn't have a, like a, a terrible upbringing and stuff like that i just as i kind of only in the last couple of years myself i think it was to do with lockdown i felt a lot of isolation Mm -hmm. on myself and stuff like that so over that kind of process i started to kind of you know think about that this you know i'm having a bit of a game here with myself a bit of mental health kind of struggles myself it just felt like i was being enclosed or something like that do you know what i mean so i found myself like going to the doctor like four or five times a month just to say there's something wrong with me yeah like and then they're like you're grand there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. but i was like you know nearly breaking down like i yeah. was like there's i don't know i just honestly for the love of god thought there was something wrong with me and i needed help well, and i didn't know, know what it was best. exactly like yeah. but it was like it went on for about i think about two maybe two or three years probably pre-lockdown it started a little yeah. bit but then through that it just sent me into something and i'm only kind of coming out of it now in the last kind of maybe maybe year or so okay. like do you know what i mean i've got a handle on it yeah. do you know what i mean like and it's like, I just, 
I had to learn to kind of better myself and like yeah. put myself in more positive kind of you know positions and stuff yeah. and stop kind of thinking negatively and that was the hardest kind of thing i think you know the realization I mean? that you can gain back control but that's it yeah and but you know sometimes you just feel like that that that's just not possible yeah but then there is that kind of realization that hits you that you you actually you can and i think what what made me better most as well is that i wanted to get better yeah i yeah. hadn't re- i was in so much pain but i hadn't realized that the reason i wasn't really moving forward is because I actually didn't want to get better. I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I actually 100%. wasn't ready. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so your kind of body will tell you, okay, now it's ready to go on. Yeah. There is a new phase. And the only one at the end of the day that can help you is you. Is you. And yeah. like, oh, it took me so long to realize that. I was kind of thinking, ah, I'll be grand. I'll be doing this, that, and the other. I was like, fucking, like literally like, the doctors stopped taking money off me because they were like, <laughs> you're fine. Yeah. Like, you need to just go home and relax. And I was like, I don't think I am. But what, like, Do you know what I mean? Just touching like, on that, what it might be is, as um, yourself was saying, it could be because you caught it early mm. with the, f- the whole thing with lockdown and stuff. Yeah. Where it brought up stuff mm. that you didn't even realise. Exactly, like, yeah. And that's the issue is where people are like, no, you're okay, it's just this. Lockdown, lockdown really made us reflect. Yeah. <laughs> it did, <laughs> honestly. Like, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Like, but, like, it was that kind of thing where once I figured out that it's only me that can kind of help me at the yeah. end of the day and then I was like right put the steps in place here yeah. like do you know what I mean build a plan be positive go running like I was at the time of lockdown as well I was doing a lot of drinking in the house and stuff right. like that so I was like that's gone that's done with now because yeah. I felt like I, like I was we said this on previous podcasts for a while it was just like going uh, as soon as five o'clock comes like st- kicking off yeah. here's it I'm gonna stick on like that weird, yeah. do you know what I mean and yeah. then when you look outside it's like the bottles are like sky high and I'm like yeah. Jesus Christ I've been drinking every day Yeah, it's only that realisation like do you know what I mean so it's putting yourself in that kind of pro- progress path just being mindful of yourself exactly like yeah. do you know what I mean but yeah. as you were saying it takes a s- just when you get to that phase and when you're kind of like I'm I'm in control again yeah. here now yeah. do you know what I mean I'm driving this bus you're not like. just on autopilot exactly yeah, and, and that's what I found myself being to yeah. be honest with you on autopilot yeah. for a long time yeah. that's a great word <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> no but it is it's true like you just you kind of just going through the day you're not even thinking yeah. do you know what I mean it's just I like, had to kind of start treating myself like mm. as if I was my friend do you know what I mean and yeah. I was there to look after myself whereas I actually never had that in myself to like mind myself and look after myself and make sure I'm doing the right thing by myself yeah. so I had to kind of see myself as like separate to myself yeah. and now I just see myself as my friend if that makes sense yeah sometimes I feel like my only friend yeah <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna get that tattooed on my ear I think, I think I still should do <laughs> but like it's true like yeah. you know what I mean sometimes I do feel like I'm my only mate but like it's, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for you, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange because like me personally, growing up, I've like I had my dad on a couple of weeks ago. He actually knows your mom. My dad's James Bowers, um, and he was locked up from my whole life. Like and growing up, I've never really experienced the, like I've spoken to Rob about his mental health and his mm. kind of what he went through, and obviously listen to yourself. I've never went through like I don't I don't know. I've went through trauma, but like not trauma in the sense of like suicide or major family deaths are at like so I kind of count myself lucky in that yeah. sense well, everything is well, relative that as was well. the catalyst kind of for me as well when yeah. my grandfather passed away yeah. I was kind of my own mortality I was yeah. like oh shit it's at my door yeah. you know death is at your door and you're kind of like how do I deal with this then my yeah. grandmother died and I'm like fuck yeah. it's not yeah. going away yeah. do you know what I mean so yeah. that was the kind of catalyst for me going oh shit I better what's wrong with me could there be yeah. something wrong with me do you know what I mean like yeah. sorry to jump no, on you're okay. <laughs> yeah. but like that's what I mean like I, my granddad died there on Christmas and that was the first major death in my family and you know I went through the emotions but like I don't know what it is about me and like I know like there is obviously great people talk about their mental health and I, I love like I've helped Rob through his stuff and all but me personally I've just never had that kind of mind frame of like being depressed or sad or I think it's like how that. people process yeah. things mm. as well like, like when I when my grandfather died he was as I said the first major death to my family and I just kind of taught myself I'd rather celebrate the 78 years that he was here on yeah. earth than like be upset that he's that, gone that yeah. was sorry if I'm in no, okay, that no, was a, a huge thing in my recovery as well as perspective yeah in terms of like not that I had to believe or not that my brain naturally went to a certain more positive perspective but to to practice that and yeah. to kind of just think but about that more for some people they just can't do they that just like can't. that's the issue and, like and that's where people but that's where it. it could kind of just be a practice yeah like yeah. i didn't i naturally was always kind of gone to the pain the dark the sad and i see yeah. that in other people as well that that's where they naturally are kind of drawn towards that's where the mind and i literally had to 
pull my mind and say, yeah, "Will yeah, you yeah. just look at the other side of <laughs> yeah. things for a second And it yeah. was it was a practice. Yeah. Like, and it's the same like with my dad's. Like I, I put, I'm twenty nine now, but when I, when my dad got locked up, he chose drugs and the criminal shit, whatever, over him and his family, over me and my mom or whatever. And I think back, to, I look at myself now, and I think if I was in his position, doing drugs, making money, blah blah blah, would I? I know myself as a person that I am today. Would I make a different choice? if I'm on drugs and I'm making loads of money would I choose my family and I can't sit here with an honest heart and say I would mm, yeah. as, a, as a 29 year old man with a daughter and a girlfriend 9 years my daughter's 18 months now like I can say no I definitely wouldn't choose mm. drugs and because that's the person I think I, if that was a choice he wouldn't choose it yeah mm. Do you know? but that's what I mean yeah. I put myself in my dad's shoes and that's what yeah. kind of helped me get over the fact that he chose all that over me was because now that I'm a man I can look back and put myself in his shoes and think it's what there, like yeah. it's a tough choice yeah, like, yeah. you do gain a lot of wisdom much, and a lot of yeah. peace comes with that as well as much as I'd love to, for him to pick me and my ma yeah. he didn't and I can't for wholeheartedly say if I was in that position on drugs making money thinking I own the world would I be a better mm. man than him and I can't say for certain that I would mm. because you know how much drugs destroy his families and takes mm. over lives and stuff shit yeah. like that so yeah but that's what helped me kind of get over it as I got older. Yeah, yeah. Because like yeah, I've yeah. obviously like I'm, I've dabbled in drugs myself, but not to the extent that he was. Um, and I think I kind of learned from him because he got locked up because he chose drugs. That yeah. in my head, I was like, I'm not gonna be that. You're not man. gonna be that. Yeah. But yeah. as You're I did, yeah. What you gained from yeah. As well. as, as, but as I did dabble with them, I do understand why he chose. Yeah, them. yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, you yeah. get. Yeah. <coughs> so that's what helped me kind of get over it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And that's seeing, why I think seeing people more as humans as you grow up, like with, with my own yeah. family as well, has helped with my peace as well. Because mm. you kind of put them on a pedestal yeah. as more than human when they're your yeah. ma or your dad. Yeah, yeah. But as you grow older, you see them as humans that yeah. fuck up and. That's it. You know what I mean? We yeah. all make mistakes, and I can't. And that's what we've. He's a born again Christian now. He's clean. He doesn't drink. Doesn't do drugs. He's just, he's a great man now, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's, he's helped a lot of the yeah. people in his community and stuff like that. So That's brilliant. It's, it's that as well, and it's the same with my uncle. Um, he was mad on the heroin when he was younger as well, and he got clean, and then yeah. I look at that, and I don't judge him for his past anymore, and I'm happy for his recovery. So yeah. I think, with pe- it's, it's and that's the thing about what I feel about mental health is, it's people's stories yeah. that no one will ever understand. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you could probably sit there and think, are you mad for forgiving your dad for doing that? Yeah. I'd never do that. But you don't know me. Like, I'm living my life. And, yeah, and it's and complex. Yeah, and that's why when people, like, oh, people are, oh, when they complain, oh, using mental health as an excuse, you don't know that person and what's yeah. going on in their mind. It's Everyone's not, re- it's not really man. fair, you know what yeah. I mean? And that's what I think needs to kind of change. Well, it is changing as well, which is... It is, like, which is great. Like, more and more people are, like, <coughs> talking about, like, their own journeys and stuff like yeah. that. And it needs to happen. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? It's so yeah. good to, like, even speak about it. Like, do you know what I mean? Just to get it off your own chest. Like, yeah. that's what I found out. Because, yeah. like, I would always be like, oh, no, I'm never going to talk about this to anybody. And then so one day, I just, like... I end up, like, writing it. Like, as you were saying, you keep diaries and stuff. I would write the tunes for the band and stuff like that. Yeah. And if you were to actually sit down and read them, you'd be like, fucking hell. Yeah. There's a song we had before called Volatile Mind, and it literally was like, how do I control my... We took it down off Spotify, so it's not there anymore. <laughs> but literally, it w- if you were to listen and look at those lyrics, it was like one of the darkest songs I've ever written. Yeah. But it was literally how I felt at the time. Mm-hmm. And literally, I was just looking at pieces of paper and just being like, I need to just get this out somehow. And yeah. then it came after that. It was like, look, listen, talking about it yeah. is the more, like, you know... Like I wouldn't. But that that would benefit anyone. Exactly, that does like, it? It just you know? needs to happen. Like, do you know what happen, I mean? Yeah. You just need to get it off your chest, and like, even if that's to a friend, a partner, and stuff like whoever, yeah. it just it's a fundamental. Yeah, you'd like, like you you would carry that around, like yeah, and if you don't get it out somewhere, yeah. yeah. And I remember for a while when we used to work together in Top Man, I remember this. Oh, I never forget this day. Like. I was feeling so shitty one day, and I remember this Ben Howard song came on, and I was literally standing there, and I was just like. I am literally about. I like felt I was about to start crying. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't even know where this has come from. Like, I just got. It came in waves. Yeah. Like, that's the only way I could describe it. Just a, a sadness. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> where's this come from? And I remember I walked up to our manager at the time. I was like, I just have to leave. Like, yeah. I just have to go. And he was like, What's wrong with you? I was like, I just have to leave. Like, I can't be here right now. I can't be around people. Like, and I just like mm. went home and it was just like, I don't know what it was. Yeah, it was just yeah. one of those moments yeah. that I was like, 
Okay. But isn't it mad like life. you hear a song or maybe you doing like a scene where it's really emotional mm. and as you said, you pull your emotion. It triggers like, something. Yeah, it, it, something switches in your mind yeah. where you're like, oh fuck, I'm not okay here. You know like, what I mean? If you were to play the Godfather <laughs> music in front of me right now, I'd probably lose both. Right? <laughs> yeah. Because you know? I just think my mum, yeah. like and my mum still watches it to this day, but I don't know what it is, but like all growing up, that's all I heard in yeah. the sitting room. So if I hear that, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's like, the reason I mean? we're all like, connected though yeah it's just mad it's by like, expressing these emotions that we have but that's it like and things like you know they need to be said do yeah. you know what I mean and it's good and like just on acting again just to kind of go back in we're past the heavy shit I know Jesus I don't know about you but I feel great group therapy huh no but like just on acting as well I remember watching Gary Oldman who was Dracula obviously in yeah. Bram Stoker's Dracula which was epic like but he had a photo book <laughs> what I haven't seen it well, honestly I'm fucking Dracula man so disappointed I know but it's, it's it is scary <laughs> <laughs> no but like he had a photo book of just his son and like like he was taught like he wouldn't as you were saying about kind of the method stuff he's Gary Allman was known for being really method and stuff like that. and he was just looking through photos of his son just before he was doing his emotional shit and it's just mad like seeing him like everyone was just like don't even approach him don't <laughs> yeah. even say that until yeah. he's getting into it and then when he did it it was just like fucking epic like yeah but yeah like it's just having that that like you know that little link between something can obviously bring things up yeah because yeah. there's this there's this song by what's his name Dean Lewis I think it's called and it's called How Do I Say Goodbye and every <laughs> every time I listen to it I burst out with tears I just can't and I just don't it's not in my rotation yeah. anymore <laughs> yeah. it. it's all it's all my spot it's like Wild this can't come up like. the Sundays is mine <laughs> yeah. oh, stop. do you know that one yeah 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 oh, it's is that the Rolling Stones cover yes well? but I, wow, I prefer the Sundays wow. one oh, if that's okay <laughs> don't to say. sing it she's like <laughs> I know she just said that'll trigger get the guitar <laughs> I'll do it right now 44 video jam session what is actually what is the one film since we're kind of on this as well that makes you cry Makes me cry. Just <sighs> my sister's keeper off the bat. My sister's keeper. Yeah, that's the one with the this little sister cancer. has cancer. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's oh, I know Marley and me as well, but that's like, that's a fucking dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is Lord of the Rings, uh, the Return of the King when Gandalf <laughs> says goodbye. <laughs> Ball my fucking eyes out. It's just when he turns around, and he goes well you're like oh, <laughs> enough he's gone like I swear to god every time I watch that shit because I just think of my granddad because yeah. my granddad loved Lord of the Rings and shit like that he'd always watch it with me so I guess that's where it's rooted from yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean like yeah. so, a wise yeah. old man saying goodbye I know a wise old man saying what? <laughs> did your granddad have a big staff and a white beard <laughs> he did have a white beard but he never had that staff <laughs> fuck love you pap <laughs> do you have one Jordan um, I can't think of any like necessarily like sad ones that make me cry but I've cried because films are beautiful yeah, yeah <laughs> no yeah. I don't want to be soft well <laughs> <laughs> I've cried do you remember in how to lose a guy in 10 days oh <laughs> so fucking beautiful when Matthew McConaughey says hey I really want to be with you <laughs> it's it's I guess it's it's it is it, it actually is quite sad but it's the dreamers if you know the dreamers well, oh is that with um oh Eva, Eva Green, Green. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah I haven't I've, I've not seen the whole thing I don't think but yeah, I've seen a bit of it. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah and it's yeah. very, like, uh, it's very, it's like fine art or something yeah. like that. It's yeah. all, like, isn't the Venus or something like that? Yeah. It's supposed to be like that. I'm not too the sure. The frames are beautiful. The frames in yeah. here are beautiful. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, on your directing shit. You could cry that fantastic <laughs> Mr. Fox as well. Oh, boy, Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I what, said... I don't think that? these are the answers you expect. Fantastic Mr. Fox. Didn't I tell you before, I don't know if I said it on the podcast before, but I cried after Godzilla. Because yeah. <laughs> she was only trying to protect that babies, like, <laughs> and I'll, she got shut down for it, like. <laughs> but like, that's that, imagine that happening to Abelaid now, and like, Amar's trying to save you from, and she gets murdered by the police or whatever. Amar's no, not right. a fifty-four fucking. I know, miser, but bro. she didn't know what was going on. She was just trying to protect that kids. I thought it was something beautiful about it, like. Yeah, no, I shed a little tear after that, yeah. I think I said that before. I don't think you're telling me that. You're fucked. Look, when you think. She's just trying to protect the babies. Yeah, she's just trying to protect the babies. I bet you weren't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that at all, bro. Holy shit. No, but yeah, it's an interesting one. There's different things for different people. Like, even my missus, her mom was sitting on the telly the other day. I was like, oh, what are you up to? And she's like, oh, I'm watching Steel Magnolias. I'm like, why would you put yourself through it? I know in about 45 minutes you're going to be crying because all of them die. Everyone <laughs> dies in it. And she well, was. now I don't have oh, to Now she doesn't have to watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't watch it. Like, do you know what I mean? Spoiler alert. Like, she's like, I'm prepared for this today. Like, and I'm yeah. like, oh. 
I'm going now. Like, it's the dinner already. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, but yeah, it's just one of those things. Like, it's like, everyone has those type yeah. of films and stuff like that. But Space films are always emotional. Like, Arrival, Interstellar. They're Interstellar always tops. heart-wrenching. Interstellar, yeah. he's in the fucking library. Yeah. I, don't, I still don't get that film. Like, I literally sit there and be like, okay, so where is he? He's in the fourth dimension or the yeah. fifth dimension. <laughs> have you seen Interstellar? I have seen Interstellar. Oh, thank yeah, Jesus, yeah, yeah. right. I'm not that bad. No, but don't yeah. ask me who's in it or not, but I have seen it's Matthew it. McConaughey. Yeah. No, but yeah, like Interstellar is one of those. Even in, uh, oh God, what is that other one that's in space? Did you say Arrival? Arrival, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's kind of like emotion as well. Like, yeah. It's just like, it's just... Yeah, see, I just what is it with space? Yeah. I don't know. Space. It's just no, there's just nothing. <laughs> it's never fucking yeah. ending. There's just nothing. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? There's nothing out there. Like, but yeah, Interstellar is a real kind of tearjerker as Definitely. well. I don't know. It's just with films. Tears. Like, if it doesn't hit me from the start, like with you, you're just real. Like, oh, I know who screenplayed it, and I know who fucking the runner was, and the blade, and the. The electrician yeah, and, and all that. I'm like, I just watch it for the sake of it, like, and it yeah. doesn't. You're just there to be entertained. Yeah, I'm just there for the entertainment factor. Yeah. 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 No, it's like, <laughs> like that's obviously for my like, dad. Oh. My dad, like, it was just literally Vincent all about Van Smittenburg has scored <laughs> it and all. Like, who are these people? Like, why are you telling me this? God, I'm just trying to make you mo- more like Matthew me. Matthew okay? McConaughey, the guy that got him his coffee on the first set. His name is John Van Jovi. Yeah. Do you know the singer? I was like, what? How do you know all this? It is kind of <laughs> interesting though that other people watch films and are actually probably just more invested in or sucked into it because they're not thinking about the camera and behind yeah. it. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, That's me in a nutshell. Yeah. Like I'm just there to Actually, be pure entertainment. I'd love to have that for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I love. Yeah, like, well, a good film does do that actually. Yeah. A good film, but like, see all those oh, course, like those like. ones where you have to pay attention and there's time skips and they go back and they go forward and then I'm like, the, like what year are we up? in? Like, yeah, like, 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 brain work. yeah, I'm like, just stay on one timeline, <laughs> please. Memento. Yeah, I watched Memento. I couldn't I get seen it. Memento. Oh Jesus! I couldn't. Like, I, by no. the end, I, I was like, like, "What is going on?" That's a sin yeah. for me, actually. A it film co- sin. It literally goes like backwards, forwards, in black and white. And yeah, it's going at the same time. Then he's and then, tattoos. Yeah, on, and then he's yeah. like, "Don't because trust this oh, do you know what I've seen actually? <laughs> uh, Vanilla Sky. Have you seen oh, that? Oh, Tom Cruise. Yeah, oh yeah. my God, I'm obsessed with it. It's mad. Isn't I it? love it. I haven't yeah. seen it in years. You should watch that. Well, no, sorry, you said you don't like the time ones. You like linear, kind of straightforward. Yeah, but I will watch them like because I do want to watch classics. It's crazy. I love it. Bananas. Like yeah. what's that one edge of tomorrow you were talking about with Tom Cruise and thing? Emily Blunt? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, sorry, yeah. Edge oh of no, always white show. No, Edge of Tomorrow, the one in Spate or the Future. Oh yeah. I yeah. understood that one because they just kept going back to the same the right, same start. Right. Yeah, yeah. When they go back and then they go forward and then kind of like Groundhog Day kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, 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 I like that. I like those films. <laughs> <laughs> I like the funnies. <laughs> but, but who is actually sorry your favorite actor or actress? Oh, uh, I don't know. I love, speaking about dreamers, I love Eva Green and I love Louis Garrel. Nice. Um, who do I love? Oh, I love Frances McDormand. Nice. I love Tony Collette. Oh, Hereditary. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. You want me to watch Hereditary. <laughs> like, literally, like, a horror fan, Ari Aster is just... Yeah. <sighs> just a man like literally like that like when he's I talk, god when i talk about things like this to him he's like i don't know who you're on about like and <laughs> i'm like, just nod and be like yeah, know, yeah, bro. Cool. Like, yeah cool sweet we'll watch it but yeah now tony collette and that that was amazing yeah. well, see it's yeah. that as well like you named off all those actors there and i'm like i have no Clueless. idea who any of them are <laughs> like if it's not fucking will ferrell I don't <laughs> them, like, bollocks, you yeah. lost me bro <laughs> i'm out i'm at the gate <laughs> but uh no that's good tony collette as well i'm i still to this day quote tony collette in about a boy do you know, is I haven't it about, seen that. about a boy no. like when she do you know your man Nicholas Holt and um, Hugh Grant like she oh, plays actually someone who is she suffers with depression right. in it herself like and she just can't get out of it and stuff I think I identify with her a little <laughs> bit <laughs> but like she's try- making sense now. <laughs> she's trying to get a bowl out from the top of a cabinet and it's like literally on the top and she's like <laughs> and she's crying and he's just like are you alright mum and she's like you know I'm fine. Like, you know, but yeah. she's crying because of everything else, not just because of the bowl, the but bowl. it's just so funny that she can't get the bowl out. <laughs> and then he goes, can I have some Cocoa Pops? And she goes, it's not Sunday. <laughs> like, and I'm just thinking about that every day nearly. I'm just like, it's not Sunday. Yeah. I don't know why. I just wanted to I like the one where it's like, fact. take that fucking face off your face from Hereditary. <laughs> I love that one. That's one I quote from Tony Collette. Oh, man. She's amazing. She's so good, yeah. But like, there's a little Tony Collette quote. <laughs> every day. Am I, I loud course on this, by the way? I, I should have yeah, asked yeah, before. I've been fucking all day. <laughs> I, shit I called him a cunt last week. Yeah, I wasn't here uh, a week ago. Two weeks ago, And yeah. he, had, he sat down with 
two boys from, from the center who do like yeah. a whiskey podcast. And they train him and just getting fucking lit up. Yeah. Like just gargle by the end of it, yeah. And then he was just like, at the end, he was like, see that, Rob? Like, <laughs> <laughs> up in the hall, he's hey, a cunt, but God damn it, does he have a nice ass? <laughs> God damn it, he's handsome. <laughs> but, uh, send him voice notes on, hey, baby. <laughs> and then he's like, where are you? You in town? I'm coming in. They actually did come in to me. But um, just on future projects with yourself, is there anything you can tell us of upcoming and things? And then the. Nothing big as of yet. Still doing my auditions. Um, but I'm in a show tomorrow called Fateless. Um, <laughs> I was just about to do it. I was like, no, we'll take I this saw, serious I saw here. His face go, this is going to go for it. Um, but I'm going interrailing uh, oh, for the summer. And then once I'm back from that, I'm going to try to put my head down and start doing some writing myself. Deadly. Um, so I'm hoping to start making my own projects. Oh, amazing. Well. Sweet. Like, yeah. That's so cool. Because I think yeah. writing is... Like it's just the key to a really good story. Like it is a good story. Like, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> like, writing is a story. Who would have known? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like to like I would like I think that's really therapeutic yeah. in a way as well. Just writing some sort of like you know like fiction or something like Definitely. that. Like, you feel you, like that's a next step it. in your career, like with regards to yeah i want to kind of just broaden uh, <coughs> a little yeah, bit the scope yeah. of it yeah, yeah same definitely. with eddie who was on here a couple of weeks ago he's getting into writing now as well and he's kind of maybe going to do a project he's saying yeah we i didn't i don't think we talked too much about no so no we kept the kind of cards kept hush, hush. so in case he's listening yeah. sorry eddie <laughs> <laughs> just at the end of the month you're going to be speaking at conversations for change in cork I so am. i think that would be who's sister sister your uh, sister? That's that's mad. Meg is my girlfriend's stepsister. Oh no way! Stepsister, <laughs> <laughs> sister, <laughs> love, love. small world. I know. Yeah. So she was telling me about, and I was like, brilliant. Like, yeah. like you're brilliant at what you were speaking about earlier, and it's like really insightful and stuff like that. So, like you know, that's gonna be a brilliant thing to step up. Daddy, you got would some practice in here. Yeah, for I was gonna really. say. I was just gonna ask. Would you be all right? like talking in front of a crowd or uh, yeah I've done yeah. it before I've yeah. done I've been doing mental health talks since I'm like a teenager so yeah. I'm I'm happy You're to well do versed them in it, yeah. yeah yeah no fair play to us definitely I wouldn't be able to do it in front of a crowd it is still nerve-wracking don't <laughs> get me wrong I still get really anxious yeah but the payoff is great. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah. even yeah. hearing your story here today has been brilliant. Like, do you know yeah. what I mean? And Especially it's super insightful. Like, like speaking the your truth, and it's obviously helps other people kind of speak their own and kind of realize, yeah, it's okay to talk about stuff. You yeah. know, absolutely, of course. Yeah. Like, well, listen, I ah, think this has we been lovely. I know this has been so <laughs> lovely. Is this your first podcast? Have you done uh, one before? Um, Joe.ie I did before. Oh, I've seen Does that one. count yeah, as a yeah. podcast? Yeah, I think so. Is that a podcast? That was like an interview. Was it an interview. interview. Yeah, yeah. so my, I think this is my yeah. first. Yeah, come on, I'll give it to you. It's my first podcast. Don't forget us when you get to Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> no, but absolutely brilliant. We'll wrap it up here, but Jordan, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you we for We really do me. appreciate it. As I said, super insightful conversation and we really do thank you for like you know yeah it's the first time we've kind of really delved into mental health yeah it's been a topic that we've kind of yeah. wanted to, like to touch, touch on, on for a while, yeah like. it's one of them like we don't want to be too like we mean me and yourself are just we're funny kind of people and that's yeah. kind of what we do want to talk about serious matters, serious matters like as well this. and yeah. that's this maybe has been the start my dad touched on it a little bit like yeah. and, but i think it's good to kind of get the open conversation going and as if you're listening and you want to reach out yeah. I'm the DMs here. are always yeah, open yeah. as you would yeah. always say as well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any hot ladies out there <laughs> <laughs> sorry Lauren <laughs> oh, Jesus yeah, domestic I might have to edit that one out <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just later on what yeah. you're editing out is comedy worth it swear we can talk about is comedy worth it next week <laughs> <laughs> well listen if you've made it this far like subscribe share do what you have to do Jordan Jones thank you so much for yeah. coming thank on thank you yeah. see you later Tierney <laughs> we're out I'll see you next bye. week bye bye